I like that. Recorded live. Scuba Obsessed is the weekly podcast where we talk about all things scuba diving, from cool new gear, places to dive, and scuba news. Scuba Obsessed, episode 56, was recorded live Thursday, February 17th, 2011. Welcome to Scuba Obsessed, episode 56. 56 degrees in fairy. February. February. <laughs> Beep beep. <laughs> Edit. <coughs> Cough button. Gosh. Oh. Uh, Fifty six degrees in February. Inconceivable. Here's some of the. It doesn't. Here's some of the. Some of the something. Uh, here's some of what we'll be covering in the news. Divers swept away. There's an app for that. Free diving computer training and another use for a wetsuit and a chainsaw. And from the healthy side of town, I'd like to welcome Jim. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing a lot better than you are tonight, Darren. Oh, I'll man. tell you, I've, I've had a week, um, but uh, now after talking to you, I think I'm going to count my blessings and uh, just kind of stay over here till you get uh, out of the infirmary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, luckily you can't catch us over Skype, otherwise we'd be in trouble. Now, actually, I, th- I think I'm recovering. Uh, this is one of those things where I got sick. Uh, I apologize for everybody who's waiting for last week's. I got the podcast up uh, Thursday night, uh, and I wasn't really feeling bad, but I wasn't feeling great. But then Saturday, uh, things went from bad to worse, and I, I didn't get the divers round tra- table up. So I've got I'll have a couple episodes to do this weekend. But uh, well, I guess it's good that I wasn't planning on doing a dive because I couldn't equalize. But I'm equalized enough now for the show, and we can get right back to it. Well, let's get in. Yes, so we're going to jump right on into the news. We have a nice full chat room, so if you're missing out, come on in. We, we have plenty of room in the chat room for you. To get in the chat room, you can go to the Scuba Obsessed website, scubaobsessed.com. Uh, there's a link there that will tell you how to get in the chat room. Or you can go to TalkShoe, and we're show 73759 if you'd like to come into the TalkShoe front door. This week in the news, the first articles we have, Diver is swept away. And not the good kind. A 63-year-old Swiss diver says surf conditions swept him away from his group, causing three hours of errand search off the Sunshine Coast today. And when they say today, that was the 16th, which was yesterday. Or if you're in the uh, future, like some of them in the chat room, that's uh, today or tomorrow. No, wait. Tomorrow, two days yesterday. So. Uh, yeah, I'll leave that to you. Yeah, it's a little bit too much math. He says, yes, it was a long swim when after the debriefing, uh, after being found, he got carried away with waves and got caught up in the current. Uh, he was diving with a group, uh, Scuba World, in Mulaba. <laughs> You're on it. You've I, got that. I, 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 I will, we'll leave it at that. Um, they, uh, authorities were alerted about 11.30 a.m. that the diver was missing. A rescue helicopter had been tasked to look. The swells in the water he was in was one and a half meters tall, 15 knot winds, and white cast. 
conditions which were uh, made it a little rough for bobbing around the surface, but were still good enough to go diving in. Uh, they were very lucky he found him. They said one thing that he did right is that he didn't try and swim. That could have saved his life. I mean, he swim. He was floating, but uh, he he went with a current. So they were able to. They knew where he was on because the dive boat dropped him off at the uh, at the wreck. And then uh, for some reason, when he came up, uh, he wasn't with his group. Uh, not a lot of details on why he wasn't with his dive buddy, but uh, they're assuming that he was separated. Uh, heavy conditions or reasonable swells out there, but doesn't com- preclude from diving, said uh, Senior Sergeant Bates. Heck no. No. <laughs> hey, we've we, we been in those same conditions, and there's been a few times. You can, yeah. If you can find the water, get in. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, it's, it's act quite underneath. It's, it's nice. When it's rough on the top, sometimes it can be nice on the bottom. Uh, That's right. It's a lot less crowded, too. But uh, they, after uh, he didn't have to be hospitalized, uh, after debriefing with the local authorities, they said he was free to go back and resume his holiday plans. The relief diver said he would return to dive on the HMAS Brisbane. So uh, ended positively, but it's just, just good to make sure that uh, you stay with your group. Uh, one thing that was interesting as they were talking about, and if you, you can read in the show notes the article in more detail, is uh, it didn't sound like he had really anything to help him be spotted. Uh, so I don't think he had a safety sausage, so it's always good to have a safety sausage out there. Uh, yeah, isn't that a little bit weird? Yeah, uh, they, they said that in uh, as a lone diver in a full-length black wetsuit, he was very difficult to spot. So, uh, you know, it's good to make yourself a little bit visible, so always carry a safety sausage. And or maybe a reflective mirror or, or something, some sort of a signaling device. Mm-hmm. Or a spare boat. A boat. That would have been ideal. You know, like an inflatable raft. You know, like you could have that and you just pull it and mm-hmm. come up. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, the next article is there is an app for that. Patty has unveiled their their scuba app, which I did download today. Uh, I haven't had a chance to play with it. It was still downloading in the wonderfully... You iPhone fast- guys are... Uh- well, it's also, uh, it's not just for iPhone. They also have a copy for the Android. So, um, oh. yeah, I know. You're BlackBerry, aren't you? You know what? One of these days, my Betamax t- tapes are going to be back. They're, they're going to be. I, I, I think you might be able to. So, uh, Patty, let me. Uh, Unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, uh, Patty unveils scuba diving app for the iPhone and Android users. The rec- recreational scuba dive industry has joined the craze to develop new applications for iPhone and Android. Um, they unveiled the app specifically for scuba divers and people wanting to learn about scuba diving. The new Paddy app for the Apple iPhone uh, is going to be help users find their closest Paddy Dive Center resort and to fulfill their dive needs. So uh, what we'll do is we'll go ahead and do a full review of that app, and uh, we'll cover it again next week to let you know if it's worth downloading or uh, if you might want to re- try and recover some of the space that it, it's consuming. Uh, the next one is free dive computer training. Scuba Equipment Company provides free online dive computer training. And, Jim, you talked about uh, this organization before as I'm stalling was, to find the article. Was Did I talk about it in a good light? <laughs> yeah. You know, this, this is the one when we were actually at uh, SAS. This is the one he was talking about had the uh, 
the software. How can I not find? I'm going to blame the cold medicine. I would. It makes you, uh, if you read it, there's a whole list of things you're not supposed to do, and podcast is one of them. Podcasting. I should not be podcasting while on cold medicine. Okay. Scuba Equipment Company provides free online computer training. Let's see. I apologize. I haven't had a chance to look at the, the news clippings. We're just trying to keep it fresh. This is Oceanics product development team uh, has put out their software, which you can go to their website and download it. You don't actually have to have an Oceanic, which we learned from our buddy Rick at SAS. And uh, they're now offering uh, uh, training for their software. Divers just want to know basics, while others want to know every detail and option out there. These training programs are self-paced and allow divers to learn at their own speed at their convenience. So, sounds good. I, I'm, I'm going to be interested in trying it. And the nice thing about them leaving this stuff open to where just about anybody can get to it is it actually, you know, once you learn how to use somebody's equipment or technology, you're, you tend to want to go towards it. Yeah, when, when somebody tends to hide it, that it's all secret and you don't really want to look behind the curtain and uh, you've got no business being here. Uh, it kind of puts you off as a long-term customer. At least it does for me. Yeah. It says the uh, dive computer training allows divers to actually enjoy a virtual dive with a new computer using a computer in their home. The program allows divers to experience a variety of situations they might encounter during a scuba dive, like a very hot diver in a bikini. I wonder if that one's going to be show up on there. Uh-oh. Now, now, looking at this for Oceanic, does their dive... Uh... Does their dive software that goes onto your PC or your laptop or your MacBook that you might have, does that have uh, a dive planner in it the way that the the other one did that we took a look at? No, I'm gonna have to check that out. Uh, it's something we've been talking about doing as a as a special. I've got some nice software here for recording demos and training that I use for work. So maybe what we'll do is we'll, we'll review some of the best dive software out there uh, will give uh, screen displays and commentary over it. So uh, that might be mm-hmm. something that we'll work on. Gotcha. So that'll be fun. There'll be some nice, I, I always love a chance to geek out, you know, combine computers and scuba. Heck yeah. And then uh, kind of on the training trail or tail, we have uh, a mermaid's tail. YMCA pool is practice for a would-be mermaid. So we're always trying to tell everybody about potential careers in scuba diving. And uh, you can become uh, a mermaid. Uh, Jennifer Bullard uh, of, Cal- of not California, Florida, has been using a YMCA pool to practice becoming a mermaid. She is a 26-year-old. She first donned her tail in July, hoping to draw attention to the golf oil spill, but it turned out to be more. I always did draw attention. Yeah. She said, I always enjoyed swimming, but quickly discovered I could do more than just swim on it. I could play with it in the water and do tricks. Bullard said she scanned the web for a mermaid sail designer and eventually located one in the Midwest. Now, how, what, what's a Google search? Uh, is that mermaid tail fabrication? I, here, here's what you don't want to look up. You don't want to enter mermaid doing tricks. I don't think that's what you want to look no, up. No, I can get you where. And you also don't want to say, I'm looking for tail. That will also not be a search that you right. want to do, Google. Right, right. That's going to throw up some things on your browser the next time somebody sits down at it that's probably yeah, not going to be. If you're on a work computer, it's going to send up some flags. So mm-hmm. 
She said, you have to use your tailbone like it's an extension of yourself. Once you figure it out, you can actually go really, really fast. And remember, we're talking about a mermaid here, you know. But she uh, was originally planning on doing it just to raise awareness, but now she's decided that she wants to be a professional mermaid, which when I went through school, they that wasn't one of the options that they gave us. I think it was bowling pin uh, setter mechanic and, uh, you know, jockey or something. I don't remember anything about a mermaid. They probably thin the herd pretty pretty early on about people who are going to be eligible mermaid material and those who aren't. Yeah. So she's uh, getting ready. She's she wants to head to Las Vegas. She's having people record her so they can show her progress. Uh, the place that she's trying to apply to in Vegas, they have one full time mermaid and a few part time. So it's a, it sounds to be very uh, exclusive. I don't know of another mermaid. Do you? No, no, I've never actually met one. So I think, but I think we did see Mac had a picture of being with some mermaids. So maybe we need to check he- them. It's it's rumored that there is a picture of him floating around with mermaids. Yep. Or a picture floating around of him with mermaids, not him floating around with mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big difference. Yes, there is. And another use for a wetsuit and a chainsaw. Uh, the uh, city takes a novel approach at breaking up ice jams. So when I first saw this, I'm like, what? You know, the... I thought ice diving is the only thing you could do. But, uh, in fact, when you look at the photo here, oh, goodness, I'm hopelessly lost in Windows. Oh, what the heck? You probably ought to get somebody who's involved in IT to help you out. I'm going to need that. Scuba equipment, paddy, pool, city, novel approach. Here we go. I think I've lost this article four times the night before the show. So uh, the city of Buffalo battles ice jam. So they, they've been having problems, and you look, and this is kind of like a canal. Uh, they have problems with ice jams in the spring. So they're experimenting. They've heard other towns have done it, and it works. But you know those triangles we do when we're doing an ice dive? They make those kind of in a pattern, that zigzagging pattern, in the river, and it's supposed to break up the, the ice dams. You know, frankly, I think what it is, I think it's some of the scuba divers uh, on the uh, – that work for the city there, just trying to get a paid day to play on the ice, which I'm all for, by the way. You know, it's amazingly difficult to cut a perfect triangle in the ice. It sure seems easy as you're looking at it, but from the guy who wields the chainsaw, getting everything to line up just right, it doesn't work so good. Well, we've got video of you cutting uh, triangles from the ice, and after this uh, last ice dive, we've actually got it from below. Uh, Bob brought it, and I've got it on a stick, and I'll have to take a look at it. Uh, but he did make a notation that he was when he was videotaping down below, you did the first cut, and then you pulled up and went back, and he was right there by where you went back in. So Now, what would, I don't know, what would possess him from getting close? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He said uh, he backed up a little bit when it started to come down. So... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharp objects under the ice. High RPMs. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking looking forward to seeing that. I, I did see it a little bit on his iPad, but uh, looking forward to seeing it on the full screen. So. Do you know how that would freak me out? I'm cutting in the ice, and all of a sudden, it turns oh. red. 
Oh, you know, he, he, he should have had something down there. Should have smuggled like a bag of like red Kool-Aid or something. Oh. I'd have been out of there. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that horrible, would have been horrible. that would have been bad. And then uh, that kind of does it for the the news articles. But I had one I thought that we might tease up to talk about the divers roundtable, and this was uh, leaked about, and I haven't been able to corroborate it yet. But it was from the uh, blog, the business of and they have that uh, the tech rec instructor training is no longer being restricted to paddy course directors. So, uh, you know, look, my question is, is and, and let me post this this link here in the, into the uh, chat room. Okay, here we go. Here's the actual link. So there we go. Oh, it, wor- it worked in one. Why it doesn't work in the other, I don't know. But uh, there it is. So I got it. Nope. You got it. So Patty, Patty is, you know, and so it'll be interesting in the Divers Roundtable. We'll get everybody on and see what they think about this change. Is this a sign of, of things to come? You know, was Patty just being a little bit conservative in the beginning days of who they wanted to train to make sure they got a good start? Uh, is this change to get more people into it? Or are we going to see that eventually what we're calling technical diving Today might just be normal run-of-the-mill diving. Maybe they'll have, you know, paddy rec depths and paddy deep depths or something. Will there be something? I mean, is there something about the mystique of uh, tech diving that makes it attractive? Or is that just going to be a another more involved type of training that uh, pretty much everybody will go into? Well, not to get too deep into it now, but, but somewhere in the middle there's got to be a, a, a meeting because there are a lot of things that could carry over from what is so-called technical to the recreational side you know and certainly like when we went through our open water class there was no provision um, much beyond mandatory safety stops you know for what happens you know how do you how how do you start figuring decompression time um, it was almost as if just flat out don't go there um, yeah. it's no longer an issue. Yep. So we'll go ahead and plan on talking about that in uh, the Divers Roundtable. Hang around after the show. And if you don't want to wait a week like it's going to be this week for it, make sure you get in the chat room because then uh, you can hear it live. Plus, we can't edit anything out. We can't, like, pull stuff out of your your brain or memory. But we do edit the final version for time. And also there's some things that, you know what, they just – don't need to be there. So if you want to get on the good juicy stuff, then you have to listen live. So that does it for the news. Another thing of news down. Uh, this weekend we have Our World Underwater coming up. If you happen to be starting tomorrow or today when you hear this, uh, February 18th through the 20th in Rosemont, Illinois, we have Our World Underwater. Uh, you can go to the website, www.ourworldunderwater, uh, no spaces in there, .com. And then in a few weeks beyond that, March 5th, we have the 30th Annual Shipwreck Festival put on by the Ford Seahorses, and that's shipwreckfestival.org. And then the Ghost Ship Festival is going to be follow up, followed up uh, towards the end of March, the 25th through 26th in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, at ghost-ships.org. So some great shows. I'm not going to be able to make it to the um, show this weekend. I don't believe you are going to be doing that either, Jim, are you? 
No, I'm not. I'm going to be, uh, hopefully I'm going to be in a pool around noontime with my youngest son doing a Discover Scuba. Oh, I'm really no. excited about it. I, I think I'm more excited than he is, frankly. But, uh, <laughs> we, worked, we worked the other night in, in the spa about, you know, clearing and things like that, and I'm not so sure how well we've gotten him prepped for that. We'll so, find so out. What, what time is that on uh, Saturday? Uh, I think we're going to, if you're going to be involved, you've got to meet at the dive shop at 1130 there uh, and then get kitted up and moved off to the pool and uh, hit it. Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah, no, I wish I could do it, but my daughter's got her final swim meet for the season is going to be Saturday, so we thought we better go and do that. So. Well, sure, yeah. Um, the nice thing about that is we're glad it's over because that's been five days a week of swimming practice for her and her mom has been driving the, the tires off the car so we're all glad to have a little bit more family time where we're not running around everywhere so. a big sigh of relief as it yeah. comes to an end plus it's not bad uh you know I'll, I'll give up a few of the weekends in the winter but we've got some prime diving season coming up and uh you know if they're gonna want to spend it they better get some dive gear and, and meet us out in the lake because uh, i have a feeling we're gonna get some diving in this year we absolutely are, and we were just talking, and Rich just mentioned in the, the chat room, too, that six weeks, White Star opens up, six weeks, my boat's coming out of storage, six weeks, so it's all going to yeah. start opening up here in a month and a half. Yeah, but you know, while you're in the pool this weekend, guess where Bob's going to be? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, Bob's going to Hawaii. So every other year he does a Hawaii trip. And this is the year for his Hawaii trip, so he'll be going down there. So hopefully he'll have some nice videos to bring back and some stories to tell. So maybe we'll we'll have him back on the program. He can talk about that and some more tech diving, rebreather stuff. But uh, I'm I'm certainly jealous of him going to Hawaii. Uh, both yeah. both him and his wife dive. Uh, he's already got you know the rebreather all broken down and. Uh, stuff that he anticipates problems shipping, not shipping, but carrying on the plane. He's already shipped out there, so he gets there. He has his rebreather all ready to go. But he's he's talking about having his boat ready. So we had our dive club meeting on Tuesday. Now, did you uh, did you happen to get a a, a, a dive in this weekend? Kind of skipped over over the whole dive. Um, no, I sure didn't. But I did get to go see a dive movie. So oh, does I, that count? I think that does. I think you can't log uh, watching a scuba dive movie. Maybe that's what we need to do. We need to have our uh, our own certification program for logging. So uh, and then maybe we can give the based on the quality and the time of the movie, it can count as uh, movie bottom time, dive movie bottom time. Yeah, and, but you know what? Unlike in uh, oh, we have some people in the chat room saying don't spoil it. Oh come on! I gotta tell you this one part. You won't. It'll be okay. Um, should, should we tell everybody? Kind of like put your fingers in your ears. Yeah. No, I won't. <laughs> I won't do that. You know, Rich is the only guy that'll thank a spammer. What a guy. Um. Anyway, no, it's a good movie. I won't spoil it for anybody. Um. Don't listen to to the negative Nellies out there. Go see it. Good. Good I'm gonna spoil it Monday on your show. You know what? I'll tell you what, Rich. Here's the deal. No, never mind. Oh, he's gonna spoil it in his show. Now, Rich, did you make it to the to the movie? I think uh, I think he's going out this weekend, isn't he? Corvette saw it in the chat room. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I was gonna go with Jim on Saturday, but uh, 
my daughter wasn't feeling good, and actually I was kind of glad because I think about the time I got to the movies when I I would have been uh, typhoid Darren spreading the disease, so there had been 100 people in the movie theater who would be hating me this week if I went with them. See it in 3D? Yes. Yeah, I would recommend it too. Oh, now, did you That's see it in 3D or 2D? 2D. Mm-hmm. Three. Yeah. Three? So you went up to Grand Rapids to see it? No, I went and saw it in Niles, at, uh, believe it or not. Oh, they had it in 3D at Niles? Hmm. Yep. You know what I might have to do on that one is if I can't get my wife because she can't see 3D, maybe I'll just kind of have to sneak in on my own. Hmm. Well, sure oh. you would. I wouldn't mind seeing it again, believe it or not. Oh, we'll have to do that. You know, I think we need to do is we need to uh, fire up the Scuba Obsessed uh, Scuba Movie uh, podcast, and uh, maybe we'll have to do one just on uh, that movie. See what we can talk about it. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think that does count for some bottom time. So you can have that as your your dive time for this week. Um my dive time was just being unconscious, I think, in bed. If I wasn't at work or sleeping, then that was pretty much it. There was nothing else. I feel like I have lost sense of time. It seems like it's been four weeks since we had, you know, since I've talked to anybody or did anything. It's I'm just completely out of it. Mm-hmm. It, it'll do that to you. Yeah, and you know, I blame the cold medicine, but about the strongest I took was was Alka-Seltzer, so I don't know what that was all about. But uh, other than the exceptionally deep voice today, uh, I'm I'm feeling a hundred times better. And it, this is a sneaky one. Normally, you can get one or two days and you're fine. I went to work all week, spread spreading germs, thinking that I was over it. Each day, and about by about 3 p.m., it was all I could do to crawl in the car and make it back home. Oh. Yeah, see, it's got a nasty way of uh, luring you into overconfidence. Yeah. Yep. So a little bit overconfident. So that was for last week, uh, and then you're you're going to get some some pool time in this weekend, which I'm extremely jealous about. I've got my suit. This is the longest I think my suit's actually been cleaned up and drying in a very long time. So uh, I'm going to have to put a humidifier underneath it to keep it from. Uh, completely drying out you got it inside right all your gear is in and dry i not all my gear i still have my bc the bc's out in the car still you know because that way if my my truck goes into the you know flowing river i could grab the bc and manually sure i mean that's reasonable yeah i mean that's that's for that's for life-saving situations but uh yeah, no, I got to bring that in. So maybe I'll do that. Maybe that'll be my fun. I'll pretend, you know, I'll do some role playing, put the mask on my head, and you know, inflate the BC and and stuff, and oh, yeah, well, live vicariously through everybody else. Sure, I, I don't think you need to be going out and getting wet. At least not yet. No, I mean, for the right dive. <laughs> <laughs> I would, you know, that that's was that hardcore. You know, I could be on a respirator with oxygen. Well, see, oxygen. I'm just I'm practicing for. <laughs> I'm clearing the nitrogen. Right, but but having to be in an oxygen tent won't uh, doesn't count. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, I I definitely don't need to be going in this weekend. So probably the following weekend, we'll have to. I, do we have anything on the schedule for the following weekend? I, 
No, but with the weather, we're not going to have any hard water to, that we can count on. But, no, uh, yeah. I think maybe a river. We well, we may be able to. Maybe it'll hit some of those river spots we've been we've been talking about. Could you have believed that we would go from sub-zero weather, where we're probably building an inch a day, to clear water on the river? Yeah, it will clear me out. That's for sure. That brain matter will be all leaking. Oh, you don't want to see him take off his mask after he after we dive down. Oh, you know I'm picturing is my mask filled with phlegm about at the eyeball level. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is not an episode to be uh, trying to talk to somebody in the diving. Yeah, your your brains will leak out of your head. Right. Free defog, right? And it's a little stickier than what you can buy. <laughs> can I bottle this? Oh. So, but yeah, a uh, uh, river looks good. It's clearing up. Um, it looked like for a little while we'd have to do a penguin or a, an otter entry into the river because there was ice overhanging the banks. But that's all gone now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we and, have uh, we have remarkably little snow. We have enough on the ground. Where uh, there's still white on the ground, but uh, you know some of the snow banks that were pretty deep. You know, right now at my house, it's uh, the ice that was packed uh, is still there, but everything else is pretty much gone. Yeah, that's the same here. Yeah, and but we th- this will fool you. I mean, it's only the 17th of February. We still have a good three, four weeks of winter hitting up here, so I think we're going to be back into some snow, but we might not have ice diving. Yeah, but uh, what a good case for spring fever. Oh I mean, yeah, we're all chomping at the bit. Yeah, when when we have Rich on after the show, we'll have to ask him how the. Uh, I mean, this has got to be good for the the dive stores. You know, everybody gets that spring fever, and this weather gets in, and then they they drive around, and then variably lead to the dive shop. Mm-hmm. Right, and then wonder why you can't have my regulators turned around before the weekend. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? It's only been sitting in a box for four months, but you can't get it done. Actually, that reminds me, it's I've. Is uh, my regulators? I've still got about uh, six, eight weeks before uh, they're due for their maintenance, but I never let them sit long enough. Uh, you know, I'm trying to decide. I got that trip to DC. I was kind of having that for my window, but then I'm also thinking when I go to DC, I need to bring it with me. Maybe I can sneak a dive in. <laughs> I'm there just gonna go. go. Who wants some coffee? I'm going out for coffee. Please ignore the BC I'm wearing. Right. Right. Now, now, as long as you can find a good uh, entry step into the reflection pool, that would be a... Uh, oh, yeah. Would that be a, a great photo or what? Oh. You being led off by Park Service Rangers in your scuba oh. gear. We want some publicity. All publicity is good publicity, isn't it? <laughs> as long as you're the one getting it, I'm in. We better get some uh, stuff silkscreen. <laughs> you know how many federal laws there have to be? That I probably have violated with, uh, you know, because, you know, what they're going to do is they're going to call the, uh, you know, uh, a cylinder pressurized as uh, some sort of weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> so uh, in case you're looking for me, I'm seven foot two, 105 pounds. That's right. Blonde hair. <laughs> so, uh, well, I, I, you know, it just seems like there's more to talk about, but I think we've... Uh, We've kind of uh, done it, and I, I still have most of my voice left. You do. You haven't talked it out, but uh, we do need to get in the water. I'm really starting to chomp at the bit. Yeah, well, I, well we, we did get our January. We did get our February in. 
You know, if you haven't been out there and gotten your February dive in, it's not too late. And if you're in the Midwest, what better time? 50-some degree days? Oh, my gosh. Get out there. Get to your favorite dive spot. Uh, stop in the dive store. Make them, you know, fill your tanks. Give them something to do. That's right. So. And then. I think uh, that's it. Yeah. And then uh, listen to Scoob Obsessed. You know, this, this, you know we, we need to also have a value of uh, how much uh, listening to an episode of Scoob Obsessed counts for uh, bottom time. I think it's a, a two to one ratio. Two to one. So an hour of Scoob Obsessed is a half hour bottom time. I'll, I'll buy that. You know, if you, right. I'll sign off on your log. You just fill out the log next time you see me. That's how you can get my autograph is just bring that in and I'll sign that for you. <laughs> for, as much as, for as much as that's worth. There you go. <laughs> that and a dollar. <laughs> that and a dollar will let me walk in and uh, yeah. not order anything at Starbucks. No, no, you'll still need another dollar and a half on top of that. <laughs> no kidding. But the guys in the chat room were talking about a good coffee. Doesn't that sound good? Oh, it oh. does. Yeah, I might have to brew a little bit here. Mm-hmm. So, but, so with that, before I lose my voice, you're ready for this last part of the show? I really am. Okay. So, <clears throat> here we go. Near a lake used by scuba divers was a bar. A man walked in carrying a cardboard box. He put the box in the bar and ordered a drink. It was quiet and the barman was a talkative fellow. He naturally asked what was in the box. The man didn't answer, but he opened the box and took out a miniature grand piano and then a miniature piano stool. And then finally a little man, less than a foot tall, who sat on the piano and started to play the most incredible music you ever heard. He's fantastic, said the barman. Where did you get him? Well, said the customer, I've been diving this lake when I saw this frog swimming in the middle of the lake at about 15 feet. And looking very tired, I took a hold of the frog and carried him to the surface. The frog seemed very relieved, so I carried him to the shore. When I put him down, and you're not going to believe this one bit, the man said, the frog started to talk. He said he wasn't really a frog, but a handsome prince turned into a frog by a wicked fairy. But because he had never learned to swim and wasn't making a good job of being a frog, and as I had just saved his life, he was going to grant me a wish. Now, the frog did have a little difficulty equalizing when we surfaced, and it must have affected his hearing, because I told him I wish, and that is how I got my 10-inch pianist. Mm, 10-inch pianist. So. Get it? Because it's... Yeah. That's... So anyway, if you've got any complaints on that, what you're going to want to do is you're going to access Scoob Obsessed at www.scoobobsessed.com, and you'll find Darren's email. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, on that note... <laughs> that didn't last. Uh, go out there and get wet. And dive safe. See ya. See ya.